and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, that great theme music by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Today, we are finishing our run of Final Room Productions' new show, The Troll of Stony Brook, uh, week five here. Uh, we have the, 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 the denouement, as it were. We already had a huge climactic moment last week uh, where the troll and the humans met their uh, huge conflict and not a peaceful resolution to the conflict uh, needed a mediator, perhaps. Um, so I don't know how much to recap. If you want to hear more, you may be best to uh, check out RadioDramaRevival.com the last few weeks to hear more of those episodes or check out FinalRune.com, F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com forward slash troll uh, to hear the whole story of Jamie and this troll. However... We now find out what life is left after the troll is gone. Enjoy episode 5 of The Troll of Stony Brook. Final Rune Productions presents The Troll of Stony Brook by Frederick Greenhalge. Part 5, Sunset with the Hermits. So, things were over for the troll. The police chased him down and shot him again and again. He didn't die, not until the sun came out. But it's not quite the end. Strange as it might sound, I started to like the troll, and I wanted to give him a proper send-off. And little did I know what I might find in the woods. Well, there you go. Whew. And what a sight it is. Look at that sunset disappearing over miles and miles of forest. It's the kind of place that makes you wonder if humans are really out there. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. You know, they said They had no idea what happened to you. (laughs) Chased you all night and then you just disappeared. (laughs) You survived everything. Except the sun. Turned you into... Stone. I hope you don't mind that all I brought was your head. Couldn't carry any more. I think you'd enjoy this. Your last sight. Hundreds of miles and not a soul to be seen. Man, I'm getting itchy. Hey, who's that? Oh, just stepping of the forest. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> no need to fear. <laughs> like you can make me fear or not fear. I can smell you, troll. Excuse, excuse me? Now that doesn't seem quite right. You're much too young and barely hairy at all. Sorry, I, uh... I brought this, this, this 
This is a troll I, I once knew. I think I knew him. Sorry. It's okay. It's that is the way of things now. I know that too well. Well, okay. Well, it was it was it was nice to meet you. I suppose I'll I'll be going. Going where do you think? Well, I don't know. I back home. You've got the troll blood in you now, you know. You must have used some of his own blood to save your life. I can smell it on you. If you don't learn how to use it, it'll drive you mad. Oh, he, he didn't he didn't save my life. Didn't he? Well, I guess. Maybe. Why not stay at my camp tonight? First do. We'll have moose with chanterelles. <laughs> I... I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> have it your way. Bye. Moose, huh? Fresh this morning. <laughs> Just, uh, one meal. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> was episode five of the troll estonia brook by my own final room productions um if you want to hear the rest of that show it actually is all now free available um in the free format at www.finalrune.com f-i-n-a-l-r-u-n-e.com forward slash troll um you can still of course purchase the whole 30 minutes on uninterrupted with a director's cut with two music bonus tracks for the price of 2.99 and support final room at the same time um, that said, we are moving on to the conclusion of the other short serial we've been running the last few weeks. This is Tom Lopez's Fallen Angels That Bounce, a story about Flo, Mo, Kim, and a cast of other colorful characters set in Rio de Janeiro. Um, the recaps on these are quite good, so I'll get right into it. The last few installments of Fallen Angels That Bounce, let's find out what happens with all these cockroaches, shall we? Episode 7, Little Leroy and the Roaches. Little Leroy bought a sewing machine and made clothes for his Brazilian roach gang. Where did Little Leroy learn to sew? He's good. He made them trench coats and even fedoras. He outfitted the roaches. At least in his own mind. What a talented little guy. He then had a roach named Roberto sneak up the back steps of Flo's hotel and slip an invitation under her door. Invitation to what? It was for an after-hours cocktail party at the Carmen Miranda Museum. Carmen Miranda? You mean the queen of Tico Tico? Right. 
So when Flo gets there, it's dark. The museum's closed. Wait a minute. I know that museum. It's not that big. It is in little Leroy's imagination. He does know how to imagine big. But as Flo approaches the door, it opens. All on its own? I think the roaches were assisting. Ah. So Flo steps inside. The door closes. Hello? Anyone here? She hears music coming from the second floor. She walks up the winding marble staircase. That museum's only got one floor. Not in Leroy's mind. Hola! On the second floor, there's candles everywhere. Is she frightened? No, because Flo is intrigued by the museum displays. Carmen Miranda. There are her shoes. Ten-inch heels. And platform wedgies even higher. And her costume. Absolutely amazing. And her hats, bananas, and pineapples, and mangoes, and papayas. There are fruits piled on hats that reach to the ceiling. Awesome. It is. So while Flo's eyes are feasting upon the wonders of the Carmen Miranda Museum, she hears footsteps coming up the stairs. Roaches. No, Leroy. <laughs> oh, my God. Here comes little Leroy. I've got to hide. I know you're here, my dear. But when Leroy reaches the second floor, there's no one there. Joe, you take the third floor. Paolo, the first floor. Roberto, the basement. As Leroy searches the second floor, he walks right past Flo. He assumed she's a mannequin. She's wearing one of Carmen Miranda's costumes. Tell me where the diamonds are and I'll let you go, girly. Wow, look at those shoes. I could be a foot taller. Mm, my size, too. Mm. 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 How do you walk in these things? Whoa, wobbly. <laughs> Who's that? Rats! I gotta hide! Make it easy on yourself, Leroy. Come on. I know you're hiding behind that fruit hat. You'll never take me, copper! I'm not a cop. I work for an insurance company. I'm a private investigator. You'll never take me, you dick! Leroy, I just want to talk. Oh, yeah? Leroy, if you don't stop shooting, I'm gonna start picking your fruit. Oh, yes, you! All right, you asked for it. Damn! You plugged my pineapple! Oh, yeah. Oh! You got my papaya! Now, I'm gonna start picking your bananas. Oh! Ow! Destroying an original Carmen Miranda fruit hat. The babe's right! That's a priceless work of art. The Brazilian government's gonna get your ass! All right, but I got one of your roach boys here, and I'm gonna blow his little brains out. Which roach? Roberto. Oh, damn. Not Roberto! I'm going to count to three. Um, dois, three. All right! Throw down your weapon. Are you kidding? Take that! 
Will ya? No one will touch them, Leroy. It's all I needed to know. Oh. Is he? I am afraid so. That's such a shame. I had no choice. Clothes he made for his little roaches. Trench coats and fedoras and even black shirts with little white silk ties. And you can see the hand stitching is beautiful. Yeah, he'll be missed by the entire cockroach community. Look. Look what's happening. Roaches? My god. Where did they all come from? They're crawling under little Leroy. They're... They're picking him up. They're carrying him away. This is fantastic. Poor little Leroy. Nick Knuckles Malone shot little Leroy. Oh, that's too bad. Apparently, the roaches gave Leroy quite a send-off. Flo sent me some photos. I've got them on my iPhone. Oh. Look at all those little roaches, dressed in hats and trench coats, and they're carrying Leroy's cute little carcass. You don't see scenes like that every day. I would think not. Oh, look at this one. Oh, yeah. They're carrying him down an alley, and the roaches have all come out to pay their last respects. Wow. They have a lot of roaches down there. Flo did a little voiceover to go with the photos. This is Flo reporting from Brazil. We're now headed down a long, dimly lit alleyway. The roaches of Rio are coming out of the woodwork to honor someone who was more than just a friend. Even though little Leroy was a small man, he had a big heart. In fact, he was a huge supporter of Brazilian roach rights. Are they an endangered species? Shh. The procession has come to the end of the alleyway. It appears to be a cul-de-sac, so I'm not sure what they plan to do next. There's a strange sound, like the fluttering of millions of wings. Oh my god, they're, they're taking off. The roaches, they can fly. They're carrying little Leroy with them. This, oh, this is absolutely amazing. They're, okay, there they go. Above the treetops. And now above the rooftops of Rio. This is one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. They're getting smaller. Smaller. Now... I can't see them anymore. They're gone. Well, this has been Flo, reporting from Wheel. One not day. 
And that's it. It was too bad about Carmen Miranda's fruit hat. It was a priceless work of art. At least no roaches were harmed. I'll drink to that. Why not? Cheers. Episode 8, A Dream Within a Dream. You know, Mo, I think it's about time we wind it up. You want to finish Flo's dream? Let's do it. How's it going to end? Let's see what happens. I think we got to prod it along a little. Can Rico and Kim hear us? If you speak low, no. Oh, so, Mo, what was that poem? What poem? You know, the one about the bird broke its wing? You mean the poem by Langston Hughes? Yeah, how's it go? Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. That poem, it says it all. You know, Joe, isn't there a statue in Central Park? You're thinking of the one up around 105th Street. Yeah, a big bronze statue. That's what they call it. They call it the bird with the broken wing. Hello? It's Kim. Listen, I think I know where Eddie hid the diamonds. Where? It's a statue. On the pedestal is a poem by Langston Hughes. <laughs> I don't understand. Eddie was trying to tell me it's a bird with a broken wing. That's a statue? It's in the park. Listen, Flo, I gotta go. Kim, be careful. Yeah, sure, sis. Bye. Kim slips out the back door. She catches a cab. Where to? Central Park. Yup. Where? Just get me there. You're ready. What are you ready? Hello? It's Flo. Kim just called. She says she knows where Eddie hid the diamonds. Oh, yeah? Will you help her? Flo, Kim doesn't want our help. She wants the diamonds. I know, but I'm worried about her. She'll be okay. Trust me. I hope you're right. bird with the broken wing. Where would Eddie put the diamonds? Down its beak? Kim climbs up on the statue and slips her hand into the open beak. She reaches her arm down into the bird's throat. Her fingers touch something. It feels like velvet. She wraps her fingers around the cloth and slowly withdraws her arm. It's a blue velvet bag. She unties the string and looks inside. Oh my god. Even in their uncut state, they are still stunning to behold. They're beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Rico? So, you know poetry. Eddie told me about the bird. So, you came, not Flo. I sent her off to Brazil so she wouldn't get mixed up in this. Very smart. Now, please give to me. I'll tell you what. Let's split these 50-50. What? I found them. No, no 50-50. Why not? I take all. And leave me nothing. Life is a bitch. That's not fair. No, it's not. That's your only offer. I offer nothing. Kim is sliding her hand into her shoulder bag. Half these diamonds are mine. No. There's plenty to share. No, no share. Yeah, okay. Give to me. Rico fires through his overcoat pocket. Kim staggers back. 
like they drilled each other. Kim, please talk to me. What's this? I'll be damned. The diamonds. Why, I do believe this is my lucky day. Kim! Kim! Hello? Who is this? Ah, Detective Sergeant Sam McDuff. I was talking to my sister. How is she? Your sister? Well, uh, I'm afraid she didn't make it. But at least there's one less scumbag. What? She took Rico with her. Nick, Kim's dead. I'm sorry. I never had a sister. 
And now that I do, she's... She's gone. That happens. Especially when it's time to wind things up. Oh, what the hell kind of dream is this? First little Leroy, who wasn't so bad. I mean, he was a sensitive guy. And now, now my sister, it's... It's not fair. I'm sorry, Flo. It's just part of this make-believe world of ours. It sucks. So Kim found the diamonds. Is that all you care about, the damn diamonds? No. Come on. Oh, leave me alone. Look, Flo, please. Get out. Okay. I'm sorry about what happened. Will you please get the hell out of my life? Yeah, sure. Let the tears flow. <laughs> Never thought she'd take it so hard. Yeah, well, we invented a twin sister, and then we got her killed. I mean, can you blame her? I'm beginning to have some second thoughts about this. You mean about redesigning dreams? I mean, maybe she was better off waking up grumpy than having everyone she cares about die in her dream. Happy endings are elusive. Uh, yes. It's too bad Kim was kind of cute. Well, so's Flo. If she fixes herself up... Yeah. But there was something about Kim. She had a sort of feisty spirit. You're not thinking we should have had Flo get bumped instead of Kim. What happened is what happened. I guess. It's like what your friend Nick said. Even in a world of make-believe, there are rules you have to follow. Yeah, well, I'll drink to that. Cheers. You know what Poe said? All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. That's good. So what do we do about Flo? Leave her in Rio? Then who's gonna bring our drinks? Uh-oh, it's Flo. Don't answer. And that was the wrap of Tom Lopez's Fallen Angels That Bounce. Thank you, ZBS, for letting us feature that. Um, more wonderful work by Tom Lopez at his website, zbs.org. Um, Jack Flanders is something we sh should have here on the show sometime again. I, it's wonderful stuff, and you should hear it your own time if you have not. Um, some of the very best audio drama ever created by ZBS, zbs.org. Um, we'll feature Tom again sometime soon. Um, so, uh, however, next week we, we change to uh, something rooted in our modern day. We're going to be featuring again Crazy Dog Audio Theater's The Last Harbinger, which is just taken on a well too eerie and realistic bent after the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico, um, sort of where our state of, of, of Congress is, sad to say, um, and more good stuff happening after that. Um, plenty of listening to be had in the meantime at uh, radiodramarevival.com. You can connect with us. On Twitter nowadays at, at Radio Drama. You can also search Facebook for our page, Radio Drama Revival, or on iTunes, you can find us, Radio Drama Revival. 
And that wraps it up for this week. Uh, Radio Drama Rivals is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM and Greater Portland, Maine's Community Radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. <laughs>